often been challenged in my time of doubt and in my time when my faith wavers slightly to remember the good things that Abba Father has done in my life. The ways that Yeshua has saved me and has worked miracles in my life even before I prayed or even before I asked. I'm Lauren Jacobs and welcome to the devotional section of my Heartbeat website. I pray that this devotional will really speak to your heart because that's what it's all about. Listening in to the heartbeat of our Messiah. So welcome. In the previous two sections I spoke to you about Nehemiah. And very specifically, I spoke in chapter 1 and chapter 4. Today we're going to be talking about building an altar of remembrance. And we're going to be looking at Nehemiah 4 and specifically verse 14. In verse 14 of Nehemiah, it says the following. After I looked these things over, I stood up and I said to the nobles, the officials and the rest of the people, do not be afraid of them. Remember Yahweh, who is great and who is awesome. And fight for your families, fight for your sons, fight for your daughters, your wives, and fight for your homes. You know, we love scenes in battle movies. Just today I was speaking to someone who was telling me that they have a few favorite movies. When I asked them what their favorite movies were, they mentioned battle movies. Movies like Gladiator, movies like Braveheart. These scenes where the hero stands up in front of his or her battle-weary troops and shouts words of power and words of encouragement and words of inspiration that inspire the hearts of weary troops. These scenes empower us. Something about these scenes really, really speaks to our hearts. And right here we see Nehemiah's hero scene. That is what I would say it is. He has this hero scene. Perhaps he's on a horse staring into the faces of a tired, weary people who have fought really bravely. The Israelites were facing incredible persecution while they were building the wall in Jerusalem. And while they were rebuilding this wall and rebuilding their homes, they then began to rebuild the temple. And that was in a time where there was fierce, fierce persecution from the enemies that were surrounding them. But Nehemiah is standing up and he has to find the words to speak to the people that will really make a difference. He has to find words that are truthful words, not just words tainted with encouragement. So Nehemiah digs deep. He looks inside and he finds the words that he knows really well. He speaks words that will make a difference. He knows where true strength comes from. In chapter 1, which I spoke about right in the beginning, he goes into the place of refuge and sanctuary when he is sad and mourning. And the place that he goes into is into the arms of Yahweh his God. So here he screams out, remember Yahweh, the great and awesome God. Remember that he fights for you and he fights for your families. And he remembers you, you are his covenant people. He will fight for you and you fight too. Don't give up. Fight for your families, fight for your homes, fight for your wives, your daughters, your children, your sons. And remember in all the fighting that you do, you need to remember that God is the one who ultimately fights for you. I would say that that's Lauren's paraphrase version of what Nehemiah said. And these words may not seem like the best William Wallace speech ever from Braveheart, but these are the words that really matter. These are the words that can and should direct our paths right now. If you're sad or discouraged, there's an important Hebrew word that Nehemiah uses here that I want to speak to you today. The word that Nehemiah uses here in chapter 4 and verse 14 is the Hebrew word 
zakar. It's a word that means remember, but it also means reflect or to mention something or to declare something or to proclaim something, to record it or commemorate it. Right now, in the midst of your struggles, I want to say to you, you need to build an altar of remembrance. I know that remembering God's past miracles and remembering his past faithfulness is sometimes hard. Our thoughts affect our emotions and our emotions can get downcast and sad. So I want you to take some time now to write in your journal the past miracles that Yeshua has done and has performed for you. Even if you need to write them down, I want to encourage you to place them on the wall above your bed or somewhere where you will see them every day, even on the fridge. Get your family involved. If you've got children or a spouse, get them involved to write down the past miracles that they've seen in their lives that God has done for them. The times you prayed for someone, the times you prayed for something, and God answered or it happened. And it doesn't mean that he made it happen immediately. Perhaps it happened, you know, a few weeks later, maybe a few months, but he still answered. And I want to encourage you to write down in detail the times where he came through for you. All the miracles you witnessed in someone else's life, whether those miracles were big or small, doesn't matter. They're still miracles. Begin a daily habit of writing down these answered prayers and these answered miracles. Remember them, call them to mind, proclaim them, declare them, reflect upon them, zakar, remember them, call them to mind, pin them up, stick them somewhere. Take some time when you have your Sabbath to sit around the table and share the miracles of God. When we celebrate Thanksgiving, which I know we don't do in South Africa, but I know all my American friends celebrate Thanksgiving, a time where they give thanks, a time where they practice gratitude and thankfulness. But let's not wait for one day here to be thankful and to be filled with gratitude and to remember God's miracles. Take some time and remember it. While you are remembering God's miracles, you are building an altar of remembrance. An altar is is a place where we can offer ourselves, where we can offer up a thankfulness that is sweet-smelling incense. If you can remember three things every day that you are thankful for, it will really encourage your heart in the times where God's faithfulness sometimes can seem almost wavering to you. God will never leave you nor forsake you. He will never fail or abandon you or desert you. Maybe there is a reason for what you're going through. But I pray for the courage and the strength to overcome. I pray for the courage and the strength to rebuild an altar. Perhaps that's fallen down. An altar that you used to remember miracles by. That's what happened even with Joshua. He said to the people when they crossed over the Jordan and they went into the promised land. He said, place these stones here. They will be a witness and a remembrance altar for the generations who come. I want to read in closing to you from Psalm 105 verse 5 from God's Word Translation. It says, Remember the miracles that He performed, the amazing things that He did, and the judgments that God pronounced. Psalm 77 verse 11 says, I will remember the deeds of Yahweh. Yes, I will remember your miracles of long ago. I pray tonight a blessing over you that you will remember the miracles of your God. I pray that every single miracle that he has performed in life will be brought into your memory and that you will have reason to celebrate and rejoice today. Thank you for joining me. I'm Lauren Jacobs, author of Yehuda Chosen by God.